Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's BudPod 127, an ungainly number. Very ungainly. It's 127 hours, isn't it? The James Franco movie where he gets his arm stuck in the boulder. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's um, what listening to 127 hours of Bud Pod feels like. <laughs> James Franco, he's trying to turn Bud Pod off, but his arm's trapped. <laughs> his arm's trapped under his phone. His, and he his, can't... <laughs> His arms, one of his arms is trapped under his phone, so he can't use that one. And the other arm is trapped um, signing off on a request for a series of nude auditions <laughs> from young women. And he refuses to let that go either. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Cause that, that's based on a true story, right? The guy who got his arm stuck. It is real. He, like, he, he pen-knifed his fucking arm off or whatever. Oh. <sighs> I mean, think about, just imagine the, you know the panic that sets in when you realize something is stuck? Like, not even yeah. something that major. When, when, or like, just when you have to get through a crawl space or like yeah. a, a narrow passage and you, thunk, and you just, you just, you realize your body physically can't go any further. Just the panic that sets in. <laughs> and then you, you release yourself and you're like, oh. but imagine coming to the realization that you're never going to release yourself. You have, yeah. you, you have to say goodbye to your arm. You Crackers. have to say... <laughs> yeah. Crackers. It's time to say goodbye to Mr. Arm. Um, and just also that, yeah, like, not only are you trapped, but you're trapped, like, he was in a crevasse. Like, you couldn't see him unless you looked directly into this crack in the earth. Ugh. So like, the, I, he wasn't I, ever going to get rescued or seen from the air if you're just in this little crevasse. I feel shit enough when I leave my reusable chilies bottle somewhere. <laughs> if I leave it, I will go back across town to get it because I'm like, I can't. The whole point is that they're, they're reusable. <laughs> I, I, I feel awful if I lost it. Imagine losing it. Imagine doing that with your arm. <laughs> There's nothing more reusable than your arm. So reusable. So recyclable. I've, I've never heard a good a story in a, from inside a crevasse that ended well. Until today, because Pierre, <laughs> I'm speaking to you from inside a crevasse, and it's full of golden sweets Just and the happy beautiful crevasse women. <laughs> Crevassians? Ah, the Crevassians. The women of Crevassia are fine indeed. That is absolutely a bunch of supermodels that the Star Trek makeup people have just put ridged foreheads on. Uh, yeah, and a loincloth and like a single <laughs> smudge of dirt across their belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa yeah, absolutely. And may maybe like a kind of one one set of sort of slightly odd prosthetic thumbs. <laughs> a long thumb. It's, it, it's yep. interesting, isn't it? Star Trek proposes the idea that all, all intelligent life is sort of inherently bipedal and roughly what a human looks like. Yeah, there's something arrogant about that. It's like, mm. well, if they were a successful species, they'd be roughly like us, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, have you seen that thing going around the internet about how um, loads of animals just keep turning into crabs? What do you mean? There's a thing keep called... turning into crabs. Yeah, like over you know millions of years of evolution, there's a thing called carcinization, where like crabs just kept evolving. Ooh. So they're just like something about something about the crab, however it's defined. I'm sure it's quite tediously defined is is just a sort of a really good evolutionary right so so we're all we're all really just on our way to crabs <laughs> yeah 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 we're yeah. eventually we're all going to be dr zoidberg we're in the crab drama. crevasse yeah zoidberg was the most advanced Evolved. of all of them <laughs> <laughs> well you know you know there's there's um there's a thing i read a while back that all you know pretty much all the animals on earth 
as different as they look, do follow roughly the same structure. Yeah. Legs, torso, head. Roughly yeah. it, all the same. And and there are variations on those bits. There's maybe a set of arms and legs. You've got fins and a tail. But still, fins, tail, torso, head. It is all in the same arrangement, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it's actually it's actually really hard for us to imagine an organism that doesn't follow that that basic premise. I mean, yeah. I guess the octopus is about as alien an animal as we have. I was going to say like that's why some of the deep sea creatures are so fucked up to us, like jellyfish, octopuses, squids. Yeah. Because they're breaking all these rules or even like starfish where it's like your brain is a mouth anus and you have an arm brain? <laughs> what? It's yeah. impossible to comprehend. Or like cuttlefish. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, but those, those, yeah, those guys are prehistoric. I mean, those, those animals have been around longer than pretty much anything else. They're, they're, they're we're looking at the starting points. We're the end point of, of a starting point that mm. started at the same time as them and changed a whole bunch. They're still yeah. the starting point, so they're still like draft one, of <laughs> life on Earth, right? Yeah, and them, them, and then what is it? Crocodiles are, are like basically unchanged as well. Since the dinosaur age, I think at least yeah, crocodiles. Really, uh, sharks, I think, are very unchanged. Yeah, life used to be a lot spookier. Oh, horrible, terrifying, ghoulish. Until those friendly apes came along, bloop doop 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 with our cute smiles and our pot bellies, bloop doop 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 doop. Just going to the other, go, going to the sharks. Why can't we just be silly? And then doing a handstand. <laughs> bloop, doop, 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 eating, eating bananas, the funniest fruit. That's bloop, right. Doop, 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 doop. That's right. It's already shaped like a dick, and once you've eaten it, you slip on it. <laughs> it's the perfect comedy it's fruit. The perfect comedy fruit. It could only be perfect if it was somehow also boobs. Yeah, that's the next challenge. How do we make <laughs> bananas boobs? <laughs> Watermelons, I guess they try because they they kind of yeah. you know they got a leg up in, in in the boobs domain yeah but they're not funny like bananas they're not funny like bananas um, they're too dangerous if one drops on you you die a banana's just, not dangerous yeah a ban- yeah and it's skin. more throwable yeah um do you know what's funny about like a- apes you know like being the hairy friendly you know silly ones right mm. What's funny is that, like, in terms of, like, ability, like, long-term ability to kill, we're way scarier, right? That's true. So, you could do quite a good horror movie where initially you think you're supposed to be afraid of the, like, slippery, cold, dead-eyed tooth machines who are just like, just kill everything they see. Mm. And they're all ice cold and they live in the dark water and they have these dead eyes. And you, you think, okay, those are the villains for sure. And there's, like, these funny apes, like, burr, 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 and then... <laughs> They just seem sort of like, whatever, the monkeys are being silly. And then you don't see them for two weeks, and suddenly they've got a bow. <laughs> you go, oh my, what the fuck? And so, yeah, they disappeared into the woods, and now they have projectile weaponry. And you think, okay, I sh- I've been looking in the wrong way- direction for threats. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, humans are the only animal that can kill every other animal. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like Louis C.K. bit, isn't it? We yeah. left the food chain. Yeah, yeah. We yeah no other animal has just like left, just left the food chain. We're just no longer subscribed. Yeah, it's it's like if the it's like the Care Bears just suddenly building a catapult. <laughs> um, I was talking to a friend recently, who um, I mean, it's got to that point of um, of pandemic life semi-lockdown life where I can't remember if something was in a conversation with a friend or something heard yes. on the podcast. Yes, but, or sometimes a dream. Or, or a dream. Dreams, yeah. they, they take a shot. But I have someone, some evolution biologist or natural historian or someone, you know, when asked the question, when did society, when did like civilization start? When did human civilization truly begin? When did we truly separate ourselves from the animals? Uh, you know, was it language? Was it art? Was it shelter? Was it tools? And this guy said, I wish I could remember his name. It, it was the moment we started being able to hit a target. 
Oh, interesting. We're the only animal that can throw something and hit a target with reasonable regularity. I mean, I feel like some of the primates can. Yeah, I mean, I I guess like, I don't know, spitting snakes or something? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I saw a similar thing where it was... it um I can't remember her name, but it was a, a, some like a female anthropology professor of some kind. And she said that it was um, her personal favorite way was dating it to the, the earliest skeleton with a healed femur. Okay. So this person had broken their leg, mm. but had been able to be cared for in such a way that the leg was able mm. to heal and they could go on being a person. Interesting, interesting. Because then you have a society stable enough to do that and people bring them fucking berries or whatever or tie their legs yeah. with some sticks or, you know. And like, and they, yeah, they didn't just go, well, <coughs> fuck you then. Enjoy dying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've got some sharks to intimidate. Exactly. <laughs> I suppose we're the, we're, we're the only animal capable of learning an entirely new thing and training it, right? So like... Other animals might be able to hit a target, but it's because they're like the dart frog, whereas we can just invent darts, even though we don't have them. Right, yeah. It's not part of our body. We just go like, well, I can carve something that looks a bit like that, and I'll throw it right back at that fucking frog. Right, we can imagine something and then make it, whereas every other animal, even the smartest, can't... Maybe this was something I heard as well, you know, can't can't imagine something and then create it. It has to already exist in some form. yeah. Even when you see like those those crazy uh, pictures of like orangutans like jabbing uh, sharp sticks at fish and stuff, it's generally sharp sticks they've kind of found, mm. or 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 sort of made sharp through through dicking around with them or whatever. So they're like the closest, but yeah. Um. Well, speaking about imagining things and creating something amazing out of it, today is the day my Netflix special comes out. It's true. It's literally a special day. It's a special day for a special wang and all of his special <laughs> fangs. How does it fangs. feel, Phil, to be a uh, to be globally spread on 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 Netflix, our new god? Yeah, you cannot run from this special. Yeah, you can't. You you could get a new identity, like grow a mustache and escape to South America, and it'll it'll be available. You will still, right. you'll never be able to escape Philly Philly Wang Wang, the Netflix special. Philly Philly Wang Wang, you could be in the Papua New Guinea and the Papua New Guinea Netflix would have it on. Yeah. Yeah. Papua New Philly. <laughs> Papua New Philly, they'll call it. <laughs> oh, that, that was it. I, I texted you, speaking of like other funny names for the special, um, a... A Japanese uh, comedian called Momo, who I met in, out in Japan. He's a really good guy, really funny guy. Um, he has pointed out to me on Twitter that the on Japanese Netflix, uh, Philly Philly Wang Wang has a fun name, which is Phil Wang Super Wangtastic. <laughs> the Japanese can't name anything without Super somewhere in it. Yeah. Super Mario, Super Wangtastic. It's got to be Super. And it's it's fitting for this podcast that there's a weird Japanese name translation of your own special. Yes, exactly. It, you can get get more bud pod than the Japanese. It, it, it's perfect. What is it like? I really, I'm really interested in the in the translation because what was it? Super Super Phil. Phil Wang Super Wangtastic. Phil super Wang Wangtastic. Super Wangtastic. I there must be. Well, I guess they they probably already have a way of writing Wang, right? Just because they have they sometimes use the Chinese alphabet, don't they? That's a very good point. I wonder if I'm going to have a look at the Japanese characters now, and no, it does yeah. not appear. It's completely phonetic, so it's all in katakana and hiragana, which are the two phonetic alphabets of Japan. So Please. here's my <laughs> here's my question: Is it phonetically? Wangtastic, or is it phonetically like whatever tastic is as a suffix in Japanese? You know? Interesting. I have a feeling it is um, a phonetic, like wangtastic or something like that. I have a feeling it's that. 
feel the way. I'd be really disappointed if it isn't. Especially considering <laughs> one of the routines involves me doing a Japanese accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's such a good routine, man. Uh, and it's going to be on Japanese TV. They're going to love it. They're going to love it, I hope. <laughs> Although they, they don't like the war being brought up, so it's, it's anyone's guess. Yeah, that, that was... Um... If if there'd ever been another series of uh, Faulty Towers, they would have had don't don't mention Naru the war, which is <laughs> there would have been some Japanese tourists instead of German tourists coming to Faulty Towers. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, with John Cleese, you know, trying to patiently ask questions about what what in those days would have been termed Phil Japanimation. Japanimation. Yeah. What do you mean? That's what Japanese cartoons were called in the 80s, apparently. Japanimation. Japanimation. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty it good. Makes sense. It's pretty good. It's the equivalent of of of, of Wangtastic. I mean, it's it's it. You could almost do one of those tweets. You know that genre of tweet? Who called it blank and not blank? Who called yes. it anime and not Japanimation? That's I reckon right. I would get 500 retweets. But it, it would get 500. Was the name? Yeah, we get 500 retweets and 10,000 quote tweets from the sweatiest people in the world <laughs> saying, um, actually, that would be an absolute red hot piece of bait. It really would. For a certain corner of the internet. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't melt the internet, It would, but it would melt their internet. Yeah. It would break their internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You, you would get a reaction... Of of greater scorn than if you if you walked into a games workshop and asked if the Eldar were elves. <laughs> I don't know. The, are they? I don't know the answer to that. It's it, well, oh, Phil. Who even are the Eldar? They're space elves. That's what I think of them as. <laughs> That's what I think of them as. Anyway, but I mean, what is it? Have you have you had a look on your own television set? That's a good question. Um. I yeah I think I turned it on and I had a look for it and then like the preview started and I just turned it off and I couldn't I was like no <laughs> um, I'm just too scared but um, yeah tonight you and some of the friends are gonna come around and watch it with me which I'm really glad I mean I'm really touched people have agreed to come but I also feel like is this a terrible idea I am. Um... I, I want us all to watch it and then to take a photo and it looks like the Situation Room when they killed Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that all our expressions are that serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an admiral there. <laughs> There's an admiral. Hillary Clinton is there looking absolutely on the edge of her seat. <laughs> And when the, yeah, and then when when the when it finishes, I'm like, thank you, good night. You just go, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we have to hold a press conference afterwards. Yeah, that's right. But I, when I was in New York, I was hanging out with um, American comedian friends, and they you know they were like, so I had a viewing party when my special came out. I was like, a viewing party? What's that? Yeah. Oh, we just invite our friends. We they, we we all book out a bar and we hire we get our friends over and we all watch. And I was like, that sounds like torture. Yeah. You're gathering people around. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, it's, I don't, do you know the composer Schubert? He, he used to hold parties called Schubertieds where he would invite <laughs> his friends over and they would have to stand around the piano as he played his later songs to them and sang to them. Oh my so God. He, he, he'd call, he had parties called Schubertiads and you'd come over and listen to Schubert, your friend Schubert playing his new songs. And this is, it feels like the modern equivalent, really. I'm holding oh, wow. a Schubertiad. I'm feeling, holding a Wangiad. Um, That's, but it's, it's also, it's very American, isn't it? It is. And I didn't want to do it, but also then I imagined the, 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 the alternative, which was me sat at lo- alone <laughs> On the sofa at home, watching myself on Netflix completely, and I thought actually that yeah. is worse. I think it's it's worse to yeah, it's worse to sit and like try and Great Gatsby your own Netflix special release. <laughs> just. I, 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 I just cheers it like Leonardo DiCaprio in that GIF. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just cheersing the TV alone. 
Yeah, and you you you're just there on your own watching like the tweets and the numbers come in from around the world, like some kind of first world war general. But it's only one person whose tweet I'm looking for, <laughs> and she's married. <laughs> What's her name? Um, oh God, uh, the green like, light woman, green light lady, Clara or something, something like that. Yeah. Something. It's something like that. Yeah, that's true. To be fair, the viewing party is probably an emotional support party disguised as a brash American event. Thank you. That is speci- that is precisely what it is. I so everyone's in a bar going woo and clapping each other on the back and whatever, firing revolvers into the air. But in reality, it's just because of how insanely awkward it is to have your face all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, I but I, it also is something I think Americans would find much easier, and I feel like yeah. it's something Americans are probably probably they're probably aware their other comedian friends aren't that into it, or might even be a little bit annoyed they've got a special. But it doesn't matter. The point is that they're there, and for one night, this person is being celebrated. I am being celebrated, and they can and my and friends they- have to grin and bear it. And I think <laughs> I think in an, an American personality can overcome that feeling whereas a brit already feels oh, i'm shit i think i'm shit i think what i've done is shit <laughs> I, I can't invite people over because then they'll also think it's shit yeah and also like well i don't know I, in my head because it's american comedians i think they probably rib each other as well yeah um yeah more also than just baseline they're more supportive than us yes oh yeah 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 I think that's like true. More, 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 out, more explicitly supportive. More outwardly supportive. They make more noise, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a lot more kind of emphatic or, or public. Yeah, I think that's true. Whereas I think, yeah, in the UK, people were sort of... People will give you their support, but it, it'll... It, it Only if they feel like they're in a position where they are able to. Exactly, Yeah. I think I think in America everyone would give you their support, whereas I think in the UK people are so worried about seeming like they're trying to climb up someone else's bum, <laughs> or, or 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 being excessive or strange that they might refrain. Oh, it is preferable for a British person to fail miserably than to appear for a moment to be trying. <laughs> I think that's also a, a, a from our from our part of Britain's class system as well, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a public school thing. Any American listeners, when we say public school, we mean private school. So I'll just say private school. Yes. Why don't you understand that? It's very simple. It's very simple. The contradictory words are the same. Listen. Except when they're not. Listen, you, you bloody yank. It's very simple. <laughs> the schools that are only available to a select few and cost money are public schools. Okay. Yeah. What's so confusing about that? And those are only the technically the first thirteen that they were in the country. Yeah, yeah. Not not all the schools are allowed to be public schools. Some of them are only private. Yeah, some of them are, are merely private and haven't yet made yeah. the step up to public. What is it about this deliberately designed to confuse outsiders system that you can't grasp? <laughs> <laughs> We've designed this complex system to keep people out and you don't seem able to get in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely the disease that afflicts well, basically the 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 class of people who are currently running the country, which is that if you to, there's nothing worse than trying. Oh, I mean Boris Johnson embodies that attitude more than anyone <laughs> yeah a man who's done his best to never visibly try to anything in his life aside from having um uh, uh, uh square brackets question mark close square brackets number of kids <laughs> yes the only the, the one thing he's never ha- oh well <laughs> this is this is how little he tries when people are, when people want children, they say, "I'm tr- we're trying for a kid." <laughs> he didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just they just were popping up around him like daisies. <laughs> God, yeah, but the yeah, same I, hair I color think, is like you know, daisies are white, aren't they? I guess dandelions would be dandelions. they're kind of like fluff. Yeah, 
Maybe that's what happened. Like, like Boris Johnson's hair grows and you blow on his head and it all just flies around. <laughs> more, yeah, more, it's just that no one's tried it. More Johnsons grow wherever those fucking petals land. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, it must be fucking weird. Just uh, never mind. Obviously, you know, skip the preview because it would feel insane, but. Just seeing your face on the on your own Netflix screen, it would feel like you've something you've done yourself. Like uh, your I I made this as a yeah. Although it was a weird experience, I got up this morning and I turned on Netflix to 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 see where it was, and it wasn't recommended to me. <laughs> but but I am Phil Wang. It yeah. couldn't be more suited to me. Either the algorithm has failed, or it's so advanced it knows you've already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah it's so advanced it, it knows I'm, I'm a bit nervous about it and 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 insecure and it's like we need, we'll give him a day we'll give him a day we know what he's like <laughs> yeah from all the shows he's watched we we need a day yeah we've spied on him enough to know like it's an excellent like a jeeves level butler <laughs> yeah it's so smart now um well for any well i mean for any bud pod listeners I, I guess, well, I mean, I wonder what questions they would have about what it, what it was like to make it. I mean, did you see the oh. edit? Did you see all the edits or did you leave it? Or how much of tonight will yeah. be a surprise? Um, to me? Yeah. Um, the very last step, the, the sort of fine-tuning, the technical fine video and audio fine-tuning, um, I've not seen it since that has been done. So when, when we watch it tonight, it'll be the crispest, mm. um, poppiest most vibrant i've seen it so i'm looking forward to that nice okay so be more of a like a basically more of a visual surprise for those of you not in the biz and why aren't you um <laughs> but anyway it, when, when you when you make a, a a show or anything filmed you have to you have to it sort of has color straight away but it's kind of like a a, a sort of dulled version yeah and then you add the color more color in later to make it pop and make it kind of sing and so I've only seen the dulled version so far. Yeah, yeah, and and it was um well it was a great it was a great gig at the Palladium. It was a fun time with with you of course opening things up, telling people the goddamn rules. I wonder if what happened to that very very drunk lady. Oh gosh, yeah, very drunk lady. I wonder where she is now. Very drunk lady she, in the front row. Do you think she's going to watch the special and and look out for her own shambling corpse? I think she was so drunk, she's going to turn on this special and go, what, what's this? <laughs> who is this guy? I've never heard what? any of this before. This is great. Phil who? Yeah. And the people who brought her will be tutting. Why, why, why are these jokes making me feel, like, nauseous? Why is this a sort of Pavlovian response I'm having to these jokes where I want to throw up? She's going to be like Jason Bourne. Uh, Just... Yeah. Watching it and sort of getting these flashbacks <laughs> with a bit of echo put on them. Philly, Philly, wang, 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 wang. Ah, oh, just in a seat. Uh, Welcome to the show. show, show. No, no, no. What? Ah. Just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, um, well, yes. So, well, that's essentially that's the pitch. Pod buds. Um, Philly, Philly, Wang, Wang is on Netflix now. Um, Stick it on and give it the old thumb, the old upwards thumb. Yeah. Give it a thumb up. Give it a thumb up. Give it, an up give it a thumb up and see what else it recommends to you. See what else. Let's let's find out what happens when every pod bud gives it a thumbs up and the algorithm starts to go, if you like this, then you'll love blank. Let's find out what that is. Yeah. Is there one of those Netflix brand documentaries about poo and bullets? <laughs> then you'll love this documentary about the Japanese Joker. <laughs> who shat himself to death in a tat shop. Um, <laughs> To be fair, that does sound like an I think you should leave sketch. It does, actually. It, it sounds like a very intriguing premise. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. 14-part series, two-hour episodes. You, you know what I've got, Pierre? I've got a really long eyebrow hair. It's so... I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling at it right now. I'm sort of stroking it right now like, like a wise man's beard. It's like a single hair. It's so long. <laughs> I it, had one of those once. I felt like a big cat. <laughs> yeah, it feels like one of the my head hairs got lost <laughs> or has been adopted. And it's like, Mom, why am I so much longer than the others? It's like one of those little birds that infiltrates a nest. Yes, yes, yes. And the mum's like, the, you know, like the mum's about to answer and the dad's like, never you mind, you're an eyebrow hair and that's all there is to it. <laughs> Papa, what's the head like? Don't talk about the head. <laughs> if eyebrow hairs went to the head, well, there wouldn't even be any eyebrows. We'd just be some more head hair. You must never go to the head, boy. <laughs> the, it, the head will eat you up like that. And does a snap. Like that. <laughs> I was offered some eyebrow trimming today, and I turned it down. At the barber's, Ooh. mind you, not just in the road. <laughs> Oh really? What, what? What was it like as a matter of emergency? Were they like, sir, you need you need some eyebrow attention? Um, it was just during some barbing. I went to get barbed, and I was getting barbed, mm. and yeah. uh, the guy just sort of offered it, and I was like, yeah. Sometimes I've said yes in the past, like when I had my uh, my my uh, big tall boy. Mm. Um, but this time I thought, you know what? I'm okay. Um, <laughs> I had a funny I had a funny moment where I sat down in the chair. And I went because, as anyone who came to see me at Camden will, will, well, may or may not know, have thought, but I, I was starting to look more and more like Robin Williams from Jumanji. Um, <laughs> so I went and I sat in the chair and the guy was like, what can I do for you or whatever? And as I was trying to explain what to do with the beard, bearing in mind, he said this while wearing a mask and there's all safe, there's still like dividers up and stuff. But while he was wearing a mask, he said to me, you can take off your mask, you know. And I went, mm. oh, okay. And I, I, I like laughed and I took it off and he like... You know when someone smiles behind a mask and it's very enigmatic? Right, you just sort of see the eye, their eyes go a little bit. Crinkly, like yes. Sc- scrunch just a tiny bit. Yeah, he bottom. did that. I could see his eyes like smiling from behind the mask. And he said, we'll all, we all have to take them off sometime. <laughs> <laughs> it like, sounds like he's trying to sell you something a lot more illegal than taking your mask off and a haircut. Yeah, or he's or he's trying to be sort of very like we are, uh, uh, like like very wise. Like I would take off my little blue face mask, and he'd go, "No, no, I meant the other mask you always wear." <laughs> we have to take off our mask sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Young one. Yeah, as I as tears silently roll down my face as he trims my hair. Yeah. Um. Oh. And thank you to all the podbuds who came to the Camden Fringe above ah, a pub. Yes. Joke fest. Yes. Um, apolo- apolo- <laughs> apologies to any podbuds, and there were a few of you, who came on the Saturday night where not one Phil, but two separate stag do's had booked without knowing what it was. Two Fantastic. groups of six. Amazing. Crackers. I don't understand. I've never understood the mental process that goes. This party is about me and my friends. Let's go sit in a room where we have to shut up and listen to someone else talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
the the key to fixing that problem, Phil, is to make sure that you talk a lot, and when they talk, it's ideally about you, okay. um, or the groom, or whatever. And uh, yeah, one and stag do. They all yeah, you, looked... you had sort of two flavors of stag do, didn't you? That's it. Yeah. So one was very sort of clean cut. They looked like they were all called like Timmy and stuff from like a fifties doo wop group, like <laughs> stripy like neat up, shirts. Eh? Yeah, slightly bouffant. Like, have you noticed that the Gen Z? The Gen Z, they've started to get that kind of slightly 50s, not like a, you know, a greaser or Elvis or something, but just a little, okay, just a little bit Jiminy Jillikas. <laughs> okay. And so that were, and they all very like clean shaven and shirts and, and tucked into their jeans with belts and whatever. Very 50s in some well, like, ways. All oh, right. Okay. But then the, the dress sounds like city, city guys. Yeah, but not... Not, like, posh enough. Like, in the same way that it used to be that if you saw someone in white canvas trousers and loafers, you'd think posh, rich guy, but now it's Essex lad, you know? Mm. Mm. So it's part of that transformation. It's interesting. They were by far the most thuggish, even though they looked the neatest by kind of conservative, old-fashioned standards. They were the very, very annoying. Um, yeah. Were they beefy? Then, were they beefy boys? Were they bursting they out of their shirts? They weren't particularly beefy. They weren't. They. 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 I really mean that sort of fifties thing. I think they were quite young. There was only one of them that was any like sort of tall or. They. They looked like characters from the background of a Jughead comic. Oh, only one of them was tall. <laughs> only one of them was like a big guy. The rest were just like. Right. They were quite young. Oh, quite right, young. Interesting. Yeah, they looked like it's characters always... from from Jughead or from from. What's the other like, very like nineteen fifties American comic strip? Betty Lou or something? Mary Sue. Yeah, the the, the, the Archie universe. Archie. Ah, yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Archie. Yeah, they looked like Archie characters a bit. Um, and then the other stag do was like a sort of f- acid folk rock band, <laughs> and they had like flowery shirts that were open like quite far down their chests like jewelry little mustaches shoulder length hair most of them wow the mamas and the papas turned up yeah they were (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, they looked like some of them may or may not have been in nam but they've all converted to hippies slash opium smugglers now okay okay yep 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 um all except the groom who just looked like a football hooligan which made it weirder that is weird he just looked like that a normal lad, and all his mates are these, like, you know. Sometimes you see a friendship group and you're like, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they were they were better behaved. They were a bit rowdy and weird, but they were much better behaved. But um, it was funny, like, because uh, I, I, I tried to, I've tried this before. I'm sure you've had similar experiences, you know, that's stand up after all. But I did try saying to one group of them, like, you know, it's just me for an hour, right? And they were like, oh, right. And the guy was like, oh, I just, we thought it was like a normal comedy night. I was like, no, it's just me. It's just me. And I'm doing a show on the nature of enjoyment. So, <laughs> for an hour. Well, thematically consistent with a stag do, I would say. Yeah, and it's not rowdy at all. It's very sort of like musing, um, I think. And I was like, you know, you like you can just like go. Like if you really want to, it was just a fiver. So if you really want a refund, I'm sure you can get one. But even then, and they were like, no, no, we love comedy. And it's like, oh, you're not listening. Yeah. You're not listening. I'm trying to save you from between this. the lines. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I know I'm going to have to look at your bored faces in a bit. And your boredom is either going to make you very, very disruptive or very, very sullen. <laughs> Although one of the, the, the more hippie looking guys with long hair and a, and a kind of colorful shirt and a, a mustache, like quite a good mustache, <laughs> at one point this was the moment that really made me laugh at one point i was saying something a bit you know uh you know i was theorizing about something you know it wasn't funny it was it was it was thinky stuff hmm. and i looked over and he was he was really concentrating and nodding which really wow. made me laugh because i'd won over like one of the stag do he was probably having an LSD hallucination, you realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was like, man, this talking shoe <laughs> is laying down some really interesting stuff about the nature of of enjoyment and what it means to be excited about things or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. I mean, people people surprise you all the time. You know, yeah. you, you think they're going to react to what you have to say one way and, and, it, um, and they go completely the other. From time to time... 
it's rare, but from time to time, a stag do comes in and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. And yeah. they're an amazing audience and they're yeah. really into it and they're really attentive. Well, the, I was hoping that it would be like a stag do who'd, who'd, who'd done it deliberately as, a, as some kind of insane. I was like, Rob, how, I don't know how this happened, but I don't know. The groom loves Bud Pod or I don't know. But no, they'd just seen comedy for five pounds and, mm. uh, you know, immediately vomited on the rest of the blurb and photo. <laughs> God knows, yeah. But, but did they stay for the whole thing? Oh yeah. What did it completely derail the show? Um, at points it did. I'd say the show lost about fifteen minutes of material. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. So apologies for any podbuds who came that night. But yeah, I guess you saw a more raw Saturday night version of stand up. You saw the you saw the circuit version of stand up more than the solo show version of stand up, for good or for ill. Yeah. Well, you've. You've built those muscles up real good too. <laughs> it was it was good to flex them again in some ways to be back in the arena. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, even d- during the filming of your special in you know the London Palladium, there was still you know a drunk girl who yeah. was babbling to herself. I mean that you can't escape it. It's it's like the price, the sinful price of of laughter. It's it's the it's it's a Saturday night in, in Britain. You yeah. You, you can't get away from. The, the the hard facts of a Saturday night in Britain. There will be someone who needs to do that to themselves for that night. Yep. And yep. you will be on the receiving end of it. And I don't know what... I don't know if, if... You know, every now and then someone will be like, oh, they don't do this in on the continent. And you sort of think, well, what's wrong with us then that we do, if if that's true? I think it is true. I think, you know, you, when you go traveling around, you realize just how much British alcoholic anti, an, um, anti-socialism is mm. endemically British and unique. And you just don't get it elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, the only places you hear about it being similar, it's like the UK, Ireland, and bits of America that are still very UK or Ireland. Mm-hmm, yeah. And sometimes Canada as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess just the the <laughs> anywhere where people are, are are frequently descended from people from the UK and Ireland. <laughs> yeah, so maybe so bits of Australia, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah, maybe it's some kind of weird. I don't know. Something about these islands, these cursed the island, islands. The island was cursed. It made him throw up into a kebab at four in the morning. <laughs> really yeah. specific curse. <laughs> Shall we? Do you want to read some correspondence, maybe? Some correspondence? Um, yes. Yes. Let me find some. Maybe. If it's all right with you. Oh, it's nothing but fine with me. Ring letters. Emails. Correspondence. Correspondence in this economy. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to say. <laughs> is 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 in this economy? In this economy. <laughs> um. Also, very funny to say, and and shout out to um, uh, James, who is a, a friend of a friend of Glenn Moore's as well, and then maybe it was Glenn as well. He used to do this, but and uh, saying uh, James used to always say, and in this an Olympic year. <laughs> which is a very funny and annoying thing to add to stuff in an well, olympic even if, year even in even if it wasn't an olympic year oh no it oh, has to be oh okay it has to be an olympic year yeah i think that's yeah. enough yeah 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 you can maybe do it for a leap year as well in a leap year <laughs> yeah <laughs> and in a leap year of all years <laughs> needless yeah just needless um needlessly specific objections that have no relevance a lot of fun yeah, tuck in. Tuck in, Filthy for boots. goodness sake. Um, so here we are. Okay, so I'm going to read this out because the, the subject line is Poo! Poo all over the patio! <laughs> okay. It's from Matt. That's, that qualifies, qualifies for our correspondence. Yeah. It's from yet another Matt. Wow. Yeah, God, we... we... Matt attack, more like. We should have a segment called Matt attack. <laughs> That's right. 
Dear Philharmonic and Pianissimo. Nice. Nice. I, when I was when I when I was convinced I was going to be a jazz singer professionally. Yes. I imagined having a full bra- big band orchestra called Phil's Harmonic Orchestra. Oh, very good. Yes. Thank you. Well, if your if your Netflix special blows up big enough, uh, one thing we've learned from British television is at a certain level of fame, they'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> so fingers crossed that is true that's true that's why yeah and they'll just go uh this is happening now he's allowed to do this now and you can go mad with power i want to perform the full american songbook yeah with a big band called phil's harmonic orchestra on top of a live melting glacier in the north pole Yes. Yeah. They'll to do highlight global warming. Yeah. 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 And it's not just these hot tunes that are melting the ice, ladies and gentlemen. From time to time, you just see a trombonist s- slide off into the sea. <laughs> With a very funny, like... <laughs> still playing. Occasionally a polar bear. Starved. <laughs> from the ru- Starved by the, his, his ruined ecosystem will just... We'll just pounce on the drummer. <laughs> just drag off a cellist. Yeah, and I'm just there like, once on a high and windy hill. <laughs> hey, it would attract a lot of ratings. Yeah, I think you get five stars in The Guardian, certainly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Surely. For good or for ill. Um... <laughs> So, dear Philharmonic and Pianissimo, this is a short story that feels somewhat tailor-made for Budpod for myriad reasons, but primarily that the subject matter is poo. Yep. And my friend in question is called Bud. No way. A person called Bud? Is this person American? Surely. Surely. If not American, then a British person whose parents were at one point very cool. (laughs) Or very high. Or very high. Um... And uh, so I shall therefore entitle this story, he says, Bud Poo, an homage to the infamous episode nine, Bud Poo, where this podcast somewhat forged its niche. Yes, very well put. Mm. And then I quite like this. He then says, I'll cut to the chase. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, I'll cut it. I'll I'll give it to you straight. Look, look, I'll get down to brass tacks. Jibber jabber. Here it is. (laughs) It's just, I, I like, it's funny to read that in an email that the person's in, ch- in charge of. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll cut to the chase. Midday Sunday, I receive a text from Bud saying, Ever seen your shit on a patio? Okay, here we go. Here we this go. Is not a, yeah, this is not a question I'm familiar with, and I assumed I had misread. But as I am rereading the message, I receive a follow-up photo, which can only be described as a lake of shit in the middle of a patio. Oof, a lake of the stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A patio putio. That's right. Uh, a, oh, something with veranda? Hmm, nope, nothing. No. Uh, so, a lake of shit in the middle of a patio. Why, I cry, in voice noted response. <laughs> Bud replies jovially, that's a couple of weeks of my shit, flowing onto my patio, laughing oh. face. It's a sewage problem. Yeah. But Bud, why? Blockage, he replies. He said it can just happen every now and then. 95 pounds to fix, but my word is it a mess. Ugh. Yes. Not an exchange I'm used to responding to. So I delve into the archives of generic questions and respond, Did it smell? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a fair question. Yeah. You fucking bet it did, he replied with vigour. I had to chuck away my Nikes because they got shit on them and they're just not the same anymore. Do you say Nike? Have we had this fight before? Uh, you c- I- yeah, it should be Nikes, I guess. I'd say Nike. Because it's Nike, a Greek word. Nike is the correct Greek and also more American pronunciation. Right, interesting. Thank you, just wanted to clear that up. Yes, but I, I, I'm afraid I grew up saying Nikes. Like a little northern, a little northern boy. Yeah. 
Uh, he has attached the shit lake photo to the email. Should you feel capable of stomaching it, uh, stomaching it, Koji fellas, Matt? And it's it is a. This is one of those moments a, where I'm glad you are the one who reads the emails. Um, <laughs> it is a lake of shit. It's almost it, it's such a lake of shit in a perfect square under a under a. Like they've they've taken up a tile and there's a perfect square of shit under it, like a kind of. Um, Something you something hidden under a false flagstone in a Dungeons and Dragons trap. Interesting. I'm I'm finding it hard to picture how how it has presented. Is the 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 is is it has it risen up like and f- risen over the planks on the patio, or have it they removed something? So it's a stone patio. Oh, okay. So tiled, and it hasn't risen up. No, it's it's it, at first glance before I zoomed in, it just looked like um the the kind of disturbed loose mud under where they've lifted up the tile uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and i have no idea how that can happen from a sewer outlet it can make a poop tile but it, it seemingly has <laughs> this is a poop tile <laughs> poop tile dysfunction <laughs> um, um well i'm glad i'm glad it got it sorted out Yes, well, apparently, but um, thank God you captured it on film. Yes, um, for posterity. That's right. So, mm, ooh, a message from Michael. Michael. Or Mike, yeah. Mike. Just, or is it Mikey? Oh, ho, 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 I say Greek. I pronounce it. I pronounce it Mikey, the original Greek. Your Mikey's, yeah. Um, Mike says, greetings, ploppies. <laughs> ploppies, that's, like, that's good. Um, and I recognize Mike's full name from Twitter. Well, I won't say it, but uh, thank you for your, your tweet interactions. Uh, he says, despite being a huge fan of both of your work, both of your work, both of yours works, both of your works. Mm, both mm. of your work. I think both of your work. Mm. I came shamefully late to your naughty, stinky party. Oh, hey. The, no judgment here. Yeah. You you come um, to Bud Pod whenever you come to Bud Pod. Yes, like Our Jesus. arms are always open. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I have binge podded, very nice, mm-hmm. my way through around 90 episodes of filth to catch up. Incredible. And consider myself a fully qualified Pistorian. Um, <laughs> I also... <laughs> I also wanted to make sure that the scatological phenomenon I'm about to share had not already been covered by my contemporaries in the field. So, to business. By which, of <laughs> course, I mean... Re- it's very funny to refer to other podbuds who <laughs> sent in shit stories as contemporaries in the field. <laughs> my colleagues here. <laughs> yes. This, this paper would not have been published without the great assistance of Professor So-and-so. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, make sure that it had not already been covered by my contemporaries in the field, so to business, by which I mean, of course, poo. Um, my <laughs> my story is a classic poo bummet. <laughs> uh, very good. Akin to the great New Year's Eve mystery of 2007, episode 63. Oh gosh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, and though perhaps not quite as graphically repulsive, may provoke an interesting point of discussion. Mm-hmm. One morning, following a standard night of university debauchery, I stumbled, fuzzy-headed and full-bladdered, to the bathroom. Uh, lifting the lid of the toilet, I was confronted with a dookie, the size, shape, colour and girth of an entire malt loaf. Wow. Wow. Yeah. A malter. We've got a, we've got a loaf. We've got a loafer in here. Ring the loaf bell. Having never come across quite such a mammoth dump before, I did what any self-respecting student would do and sent a picture to the house group chat, <laughs> expressing both my disgust and admiration. I don't think we had group chat yet when we were at uni, did we? No, we didn't. We didn't. We were texting each other one-on-one like apes. Like primates. I remember like the, I still remember to this day, the first email I sent on my phone. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I know who I sent it to. I remember where I was stood and I could not believe it worked. 
It's amazing. I remember my first um, ripped MP3 file that was sent to me over MSN Messenger. <laughs> um, I mean, this is like the this is like the equivalent of finding a red handprint in in a cave. <laughs> yeah. They did have art. They did express themselves. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the Academy, I present to you Times Like These Foo Fighters dot Wav. <laughs> so, he sent it to the group chat and expressed his disgust and admiration. A house meeting was called. Accusations flew and proceedings quickly descended into a Kangapoo court. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> A kangapoo. Which resulted in one female housemate, we'll call her Izzy because that is her name, copping the blame. <laughs> oh, Izzy. It's like, it um, was Izzy. The Salem was Witch Trials. A surprise reveal. Mm. Izzy is not a name I would normally give to someone capable of a malt loaf-sized dump. Yes, but this podcast has shown us and the listeners that sometimes it's a, a middle-aged female uh, doctor who needs a poop knife for her fat logs. Yeah. Yeah. Never. I feel like there's there's a there's an adage or something from small, some big things come from small things. Some version of that. <laughs> what am I trying to think of? Never, never judge a poop by its cover. I don't know. <laughs> Her continuing protests fell on deaf ears, and she was duly shunned for the rest of the day. Yet the problem of clearing the hefty butt mud remained. <laughs> butt mud. <laughs> Very good. In scenes resembling the Council of Elrond, I and my close friend Tom agreed to take on the poopy quest. And you my have axe. my. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. <laughs> you beat me to it. And my poop knife. <laughs> oh, actually, I've predicted so. After around forty minutes of deliberation, we realized that no amount of flushing, plunging, or poking with a toilet brush would dislodge the brown bastard. It was decided that there was only one course of action, to slice up the poo. Wow, this is... It's been such a revelation how common this is. This is like King Solomon. Yeah. He's going to cut the poo in half and someone's going to go, oh, No, 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 I did it, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, he says, a, <laughs> a butter knife was retrieved from the kitchen. Oh, to this man. day... I have yet to come across anything quite as funny as the sight of a grown man reaching into a toilet bowl to dissect an enormous slab of turd. Ugh. It is an image that shall remain with me to my final days and at the time rendered me paralytic with laughter on the bathroom floor. Like like dissecting a frog, like he's a surgeon. Or just slicing bread. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, because it's like a malt loaf, isn't it? Of course. This is very funny. The operation was a great success. <laughs> the incision was made, and the previously unyielding arse biscuit was finally defeated. Great. Hands were washed and then shaken. <laughs> Cigars handed around. Yeah. yeah. And Tom and I retired feeling mightily pleased with ourselves. The butter knife was disposed of, or put in the dishwasher, I can't remember, truth be told. And the incident was uh, chalked up... No, the episode was chalked up to being a bizarre one-off incident. A full three years later, a message appeared in the old house chat with a link to an article that shocked us to our very core. The headline. Uh, Man surprised to learn his family's poop knife not normal. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a cursory glance at the article leads you to the original Reddit post in which the OP describes his shock at learning that a routine activity, chopping up his plops with a designated knife, is not a common household occurrence. Fortunately, well, this poor wretch has found solidarity in the rankest corners of the internet, uh, but I would posit that this is surely the ultimate most normal weird thing or weirdest normal thing, depending on your <laughs> position. As grandmasters of the brown arts, your wisdom and guidance would be greatly appreciated. Um, and perhaps there are other podbuds for whom this phenomenon is slightly less mind-bending. Koji, Mike. Excellent, excellent email, Mike. Really great work. Some brilliant writing there. And, really and, nice. And a story that is becoming 
more and more normal. I mean, I feel bad for this guy in the Reddit post because yeah. I think our podcast has revealed that it kind of is a normal a normal household thing. No, yeah, not more normal I'm, than you would have thought. I mean, by the time we've we've reached this email, we've already covered two separate poop knifers. Yeah, so this is the third, and including the Reddit guy, fourth. Poop knife the third. <laughs> a fine king. <laughs> yeah, poop knife... Uh, Poop knife. Poop, poop knife the merciful. Poop knife the considerate. Yeah. Um, he says uh, the Reddit poster has uh, has now set up a website selling twenty dollar poo knives for the quote samurai of the poo poo platter. So it, it does exist. We've we've said before that this is a gap in the market. Yeah. Gosh. And it has a quote from him saying, I was 22 years old when I learned that not every family has a poop knife. Oh my gosh. Well, th- well the- we were talking <laughs> just a, a, a few minutes ago about the human ability to imagine something and then manifest it. And we yeah. imagined it on BudPod and Lord, he has provided. Yeah. It, it exists. Those damn dirty apes won't be at our level till they start chopping up their shits. Disgusting apes not chopping up their feces. It says the ori- the, the image on the website, Phil, I'm looking at it now, it says, original poop knife, it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Still very defensive, this guy. Still very defensive about about the use yeah. of his product. So would you like to hear the, the blurb? Yeah. Do you, your friends, or your family poop big? It's quite tr- it's quite Trumpian vocabulary gr- and grammar there, isn't it? I poop I poop big. Do you poop big? I poop big. Are you pooping big? <laughs> we love hey, the poop- people who poop big. We love them. We love poop them. poop so big. It's beautiful. He's the biggest. He's the poop. He poops the biggest. <laughs> so it says, do you, your friends, or your family poop big? Do those logs sometimes need a little help going down? Endlessly spinning poops will mock you from the toilet vortex no more. <laughs> wow. No more mocks. No more mocking. No more mocking. Um, and the the bullet points are little poo emojis. Okay, so yeah, fair enough. First point in favor. Be a samurai of the poo-poo platter. Wow. I, this guy is really committed. I'm so impressed. Yeah. Ridiculous gag gift for friends and family or daily necessity. You decide. <laughs> yeah, that's um that's very smart marketing. He's covering all his bases. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the guy who's like, No, I was joking. <laughs> Unless you you know <laughs> Unless you want to come over and yeah. cut up my shit with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh metal reinforced silicon, strong, hygienic, easy to clean and dishwasher safe if you dare. So you go, okay, yeah, <laughs> practical. Next, next per turd bullet point. This will cut poop. <laughs> I feel like that Te- should be the first. Yeah. Tested on the most ferocious of bog crocodiles without a fight. Wow. Good lord. Wow. And it goes on. And the final bullet point in its favor is hilarious packaging. <laughs> what, what is the packaging? Lord. Did they show it? Uh, yes, it is... Um, it just sort of says poop knife, it's a real thing, and there's a kind of turd emoji with a very frightened face. That is hilarious. As if to say, oh no, I'm being well, I'm being knifed. That is funny. That is funny. Thank you for that, Mike. Um and uh Thank you, Mike. Maybe, Mikey. Maybe someday some sponsorship deals from Poop Knife Guy. Hey, if if we can. That's right. That would once, be once beer once beer fifty two have enough of us, it's on to poop knife. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing. Well, um, I'm going to put this shit together and get it out like a big uh, uncuttable... No, I'm going to cut this poop. This is a, an audio poop I will cut with editing software. That is my poop knife, Phil, so I can... Yes. Send it, put it... Put it back together in a more pleasurable shape. Yeah, for the listeners. Pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure for their pleasure. Before tonight, I will see you in a few hours for the pleasure of viewing the special. Yes, um, yes, and that's um, once more Podbuds, Philly Philly Wang Wang, my show, stand-up show, is on Netflix now, yep. if you want to watch, so go for it. Yes, but, and uh, 
I will be at the Edinburgh Fringe, 13th to the 19th, very yes. soon. It's a really good show. I saw it. Monkey Barrel. In the Camden Fringe. Well, I laughed a lot. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be good. Okay, right. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.